Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? Stop, stop, stop. Mommy finger, where? Daddy's finger, right yep, here. Yep, How are yep, you? Had enough of that, that whole game. Uh, <laughs> learned a hard lesson tonight, kids. If you have a child... And you're thinking about throwing on a Netflix show called, what is it, The Mother Goose Mother Tales? Goose Club. Mother Goose Club. Bewares. Be real wares. Um, it might be like Pizzagate. I mean, it. there are grooming songs on there. It's super very grooming. very strange, right? What was the other one that you picked out? Uh, the, uh, the, the one the about the Blow the, the Man Down, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was called Blow the Man Down. And if you just, if you took the word down out of it, just blow the man. And mm-hmm. then it says uh, the sails were full of semen. Yep. So kind of kind of living on the just, edge there. Yeah. and it was Kind of living on the edge there. It was one right after the other. And it was just kind of like. Ah, grooming is, is a great word for it. It is. It, <laughs> it's like you're grooming. And not only that, but like the actors in it, like the the boys seemed too old and mm-hmm. too tall. One of them couldn't fit in the fucking car. Uh, yeah, the the red haired girl was she was the best actress, but she was like a Pippi Longstocking stocking. Those type, are the type figure. Mm-hmm. Those are the boys that they use the pedos used to like send out pedos as if you know the whole pedo world. Listen, yeah, you got pedo game. No, I'm just like very informed as far as like, you know, America paranoia. Sex trafficking. All of our kids are going to be taken for sex trafficking. You have to watch out at the grocery store. Um, someone's going to. Let me ask like, you. Do you think it's paranoia? Um, I I think a little bit. Like, I think that there's nothing wrong with that because if uh Johnny Gosh's mom was a little more paranoid, I think maybe 
he would not you know what i mean like right. back in the day remember parents yeah, were yeah. like not that paranoid it was sure. kind of like come back home when the street lights come on right. and then that's where all the like sex trafficking starts i don't really know basically they send out the older boys they're still young but they're like on the tail end like they're no no longer attractive okay you know what i mean because they're around like 12 13 14 like we're done with you who's done with them the pedophile ring got you okay so they're like a little bit too old to, but they send them out because the little kids? little kids. So on that show, right, there's like the older oh, tail end. God, this is a dark. And then dark they have the really tiny kids. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. You you're know you're right. I mean, look, you know what, though? I'm I, not saying you're not right. Okay, I'm just but saying, I'm like, boy. everything that I know of it is only from like snapped forensic files and like every documentary right. that I watch. So I have no personal experience, nor do I like look around the corner i was talking to these moms today that were like yeah uh one of my friends was at sam's club and there was a guy in a suit with no groceries following them around she got the manager to walk them out and uh check this guy out sure. and i thought what if he's just looking for his fucking wife like i don't know it was just like i right. think that's uh, i i would, too I would, much i would like to think uh that as a uh somewhat intelligent adult male yeah i could spot weird fucking people i think so too and so maybe this guy was just like not a good feeling but i also think that i i err, you know what on that one i err on the side of caution like i i'm not afraid to call people out and be like for hey, sure hey you're being fucking weird yeah, yeah, yeah stop being fucking weird or like yeah. i'm gonna punch you in the face and that's what i told the girl i was like well i mean don't worry about hurting that weirdo's feelings i guess like if he was really being yeah, weird yeah like don't be like don't try and be too nice and then get fucking taken basically yeah, air on the side of caution um, yeah so you know i don't know it feels weird to be super paranoid about it right 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 because that seems so like so far from like reality sure sure but sure. uh it happens all the time and sex trafficking is real and Sex rings are real. They, they are. They are. And it, it, I, I don't know where or how they start, but God forbid, like, you're it's, the one person right. who that happens to. And it's just like, fuck. Like, Pizzagate, there were some weird, I don't think that's true, but there were some real weird emails. Did you listen to real that? Real weird uh, emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that Alex Jones, um, Joe Rogan one? Um, No, when he was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, when he was on Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, he was like, I think he started out with, like, denying sandy hook and then it was just like i kind of went downhill Look, from there when you, when you do conspiracy theory shows you have um, to like look into everything i get it i know i guess uh but you know the sand like uh, that's the thing when you go around the, down the road of sandy hook to me it's like come on when you're denying when you're a reaching. sandy hook denier which yeah rogan took the show down remember he took the show down for a second yeah was that was that, that was, was that why? why he was like he's sandy hook denier i didn't find that out till after the show but someone we know he is a talked Sandy Hook to denier. him. Are you serious? Dead serious. No. And I, sh I shut it down real quick. And I was like, ah, I'm not hearing that. I'm not hearing that. Like, we can't even go down that road, no. dude. No. Oh, okay. And uh, I was like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And me and another buddy of mine were just like, ah, mm. not doing that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I refuse to live in that world, even if I do. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I refuse to live in it. Yeah, that's that's but, um, a fucking that's a reach. That's a yeah, real reach. So he talked about that on the on Rogan. You're saying 
He did. Alec Jones. Uh, on, uh, Alex well, Jones. With the Pizzagate thing. And yes. He talked about with the Pizzagate thing. And was just oh, like, he was the big proponent of the whole thing. But he had videos and, and all this other shit that was like from, from the things that were going on down there. I, I will say this from seeing the video. Alex Jones is Alex Jones. I, I don't know. You know, look, he was in court uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. He's getting divorced. Sure. Uh, his wife. He's got issues. Like, doesn't eh, mean that he's right or wrong uh, because exactly. of them. Exactly. But, but he, he, you know. And also in a divorce where she's trying to take everything. Um, yeah. He gets on the stand and was like, look, you know, you're hurting me making a living. I am, you know, she was like, well, you're an awful person because you say this and this and this. And he said, I'm a performance artist in this divorce. Well, obviously that got out in court and it's just like, hmm. you know, are you in on the gig? Is the gig, you know. Got you. I, it I, does. I, it seems so far out there, doesn't it? I, it provokes. I it's provocative, right? It's and provocative, it but also I also know people like that. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, one is a good friend of mine who is a fucking conspiracy. Like, yeah. all of his life is conspiracy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just, I've sat there and listened to them and I'm like, man, I, I but can. But those are the people that Alex Jones riles up, whether he actually believes it or not. Right. 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 But I, I will say this half of his stories, I go 50 50 on. Sure. No, I mean, where I'm like, all right, cool. Because I, I, I mean, we're we're going way down the fucking rabbit hole in this one, but um, whatever. Which, Don't get me started with grooming. If you start, yeah. if you start this out grooming, no, I'm going to go down it's totally that road. Fine, but my friend does does not believe the moon landings happen. Okay. Does not believe in Sandy Hook. Okay. Uh, believes that JFK was assassinated by the government. That one I can see. That one. A lot I, of I people actually think that. So I I, I can t- absolutely see that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Uh. Those were the big ones, uh, MLK, which I'm on the MLK side. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, in his, you know, his four big theories, um, I'm, I'm, I go 50-50 on those. And then he's got a bunch of other ones where I'm like, ah, I don't know enough about it where, um, you know. Right. We'll, we'll see. We'll I see. mean, uh, just. <laughs> he the- didn't believe in the aliens one, though, ironically. When I was like, what? Say so all this other shit you believe in, but you don't believe in the aliens crashing in I Roswell in 1948. I get that. You, I, man. What about the pedestrian? I, I emails? interviewed them. Okay, go ahead. I interviewed the guy. You know that, right? Yeah. Did I, have we talked about this on the show? Yeah, we've talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we talk about at length that you believe in aliens, and it's part of our relationship it's, it's that I, the, I'm a denier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, well, I, here's what happened in case I haven't told this story and I'll be brief and then we'll do sponsors. But um, in case I haven't told this story, I did a show um, for MTV in uh, 2007, I want to say 2006, seven, somewhere in that about 10 years ago. Um, anyways, we were in Roswell, New Mexico. The whole thing was about aliens. We were, I was in character with a, another buddy of mine from uh, uh, Clayne Crawford from lethal weapon. Yeah. Uh, so, the the Air Force captain that was working on that base that night who took the bodies and supposedly had lived there and made these, he had written books and made these videos and he had agreed to let me interview him if I bought like a certain number of videos or whatever. And he was like, dude, I'll tell you whatever you want. And I was like, great. Um, so I sat down with him uh, in, and I was in character. I was playing like this redneck brother mm-hmm. character. And like I sat down with him for three fucking hours in character. But you're soups into aliens. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't soups into aliens, though, at the time. He, <laughs> this guy, this guy made me into it. So I was just like, yeah. all right. Uh, I mean, I, look, I talked to him across. Uh, I was in, in, in his house, by the way. So it wasn't right. like we, we met at like a fucking Marriott, um, you know, 
conference room or something. Like, uh, he invited me over to his house. Yeah. Didn't know me from fucking Adam's dick. And, uh, you know, I sat down at his kitchen table. Uh, his wife was very pleasant. She made me fucking tea and crumpets and whatever the fuck it was. And I had a, a three hour conversation with this guy. And like, I just don't think he was lying. Yeah. And he was, fuck man, probably 80s. He was probably 83 at the time. I don't even know if he's alive today, to be honest with you. He's probably 80, <laughs> 83 at the time. I, still, I still have the tapes. Was, yeah. I still have the tapes. Okay. He was 83 at the time. Um, and I just don't, he had no motive to lie. He was living in a, in a, you know, a little normal house. He hadn't left Roswell. He was in the military for fucking 90 years. Like I, I don't, he had no reason to lie. So, and everything he said matched up with what he's, what, what is happening today. He said that saucer hit, mm-hmm. um, he, he said there was two bodies in it. He said, you know, they immediately got it back to the base. He took me inside the base afterwards. Showed me where it was. I mean, literally laid out every single step along the way of what he went through that night. He said they took, he goes, uh, you know, probably about two to three hours. He's like, they put a tent over it. All these fucking people showed up. And he goes, about four hours later, they took the, 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 the craft and the, the fucking bodies. And he goes, they were gone. And he goes, uh, what, what I had heard was that's when they took him to, you know, Groom Lake, Nevada. And, uh, that that's that's what started area 51 and he said just being in the air force he was like look the technology was so sophisticated that that's what everybody couldn't get over when they were looking at this saucer Mm -hmm. was how sophisticated the technology was and he goes no one he he also said no one seemed surprised that there was aliens but they seemed surprised that they had landed and they actually had them and he goes if you look at the shape of you know planes now in the military that are you know those fucking uh i don't even know the name of them like stealth bombers. yes stealth bombers they're so flat and thin and they you know they fly at mock speeds Mm -hmm. he goes technically it's the same shape as what you had from that ship back in 1948 but he goes the technology wasn't there and he goes they've been working on it for fucking 50 years and he goes they're finally starting to catch up because they have the rights you know, parts and electricity and whatever the fuck, protons and all that shit. And if you think about it, it was kind of like Back to the Future. It was like, all right, well, we got to get, you know, the plutonium or whatever it is, but it didn't exist back in that time. So it's like, all right, how are you supposed to test these parts and everything else? But the shapes, the shape of it looked very similar to the shapes of, of planes now. And he was just like, look, they, they've been developing this technology forever. Um, so nothing about this guy was crazy. Uh, he, you know, the sketches and all that stuff. He's like the sketches you see here goes, his reason was, he was like the sketches that you see from, from us and from everyone else that they look the same. He was like, everybody's seeing the same shit. And he goes, it's whether or not you, you know, want to admit it or not. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was a believer after that. Cause I, I mean, I, three hours is pretty long to be like a hokey oh, and this and mm-hmm. this and this, but it dude, it was a guy sat down and had a conversation with me just like this. And it was like, fuck. All right. That's cool for you. Yeah. You know, what's that's cool for you. You know, what's super weird. Cause I never throw anything away. I always keep backups of shit. Um, that's one of my things. Uh, I still have these tapes. I, w- I wonder if I could just get them transcoded. And then you just take the audio and play this interview. I mean, yeah. Technically, right? Yeah, you could. 
Damn, that'd be fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, it'd be wild to go and revisit Aliens, that. man. No, 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 not that. It'd be wild because I was in, I was in a full-on character like uh, for three hours. I, I, I don't even know what that interview would sound like. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, he was asking, like, because by the end, he was, like, asking me about, like, I was wearing these cut-off jean shorts. I was playing this super redneck hair. So he was asking me about, he's like, why? I don't, I don't understand the clothing. Why are you doing that? And I was like, ah, man, it's a younger, it's a younger thing for the, it's a new generation. Younger thing. I was like, it's a new generation, man. And he goes, yeah, I guess, I guess so. You know, and he was just like, <laughs> yeah. he just couldn't wrap his mind around. But he didn't know we were playing a character. And I got, like, release forms and all that stuff. The episode never ended up. That that part of it at least never ended up airing because mm-hmm. uh, it just was it wasn't fu- it wasn't funny. Right, it was just like super. It was just serious. a guy telling yeah. facts, and it was like you know it was like me talking to my grandfather for three hours of right. like you know regaling me stories of of war. Like I was just like oh, fuck. Um, that'd be dope to get that footage cut up, and, and it, it was it was shot on those little uh, tapes, those little fucking Eight. uh, high eights. No. I for, man, I forget what that. It, w- it was in between, right before they switched to digital. So you had to shoot on these little tiny, like SLR tapes. Like, um, oh. yeah, that's super. I'll show them to you when we, when we finish. Crazy, okay. crazy. But uh, that guy, man, that guy changed my whole outlook on it. Where I was just like, all right, either, either this guy's the, the greatest actor of all time at eighty three years old in Roswell, New Mexico, mm-hmm. or this is real. And I, I, I oddly sided on the side with, with, with this is real. Uh, and the other thing, by the way, that alien conspiracy theorists out there were really hoping, with Donald Trump in particular, mm-hmm. was they were like, it, the files have never been released, but they are there. Mm-hmm. They are hoping with him, he'll just be like, hey, here's the fucking deal. Which would be awesome. Like that would be great. That would be great. Um, because people want to know, and I don't think I don't think in today's world people would be that shocked by if 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 it came out and was like, oh shit, there there, there really was aliens. I don't I don't think in today's world they're finding Scientologists are finding uh, not Scientologists uh, scientists and Scientologists are finding new planets. Definitely every day. Scientologists. Yeah, but like, they're finding new planets every day, and it's like uh-huh. I, it, it doesn't seem far fetched to me at all. Still no aliens, though, so. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't. You can't. You I can't do it. I can't anymore, but I, like, sure. appreciate all of it. Well, I, okay? I appreciate you you letting me indulge my yeah. inner alien. And listen, you're talking to the people, you conspiracy know. Conspiracy theorists. I, just because I think it sounds super crazy doesn't mean that there's a bunch of people out there that wouldn't, like, totally... Like be super interested in what you're having, what you're saying, and like, you know. So I'm just, I just step back and like, but you know what? Um, let, let, I'm us, done. Let, let us know on our Facebook, on Ross Patterson Revolution uh, <laughs> podcast uh, Facebook page and or Instagram. Just put hashtag aliens are real, and then or or you're with Jables. People who are Team Jables are fucking real. Like, real team jables yeah, like my yeah. crew is fucking rolls deep yeah, dude you're cruel, you're, you're and they're relentless yeah they're relentless and they like 
will rip you to shreds, Ross Patterson. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, you know what else will rip you to shreds? Our first sponsor, and I'm talking about straight razors. Oh, no. <laughs> no, kidding. it won't. Jeez. <laughs> <kidding. laughs> <laughs> you know what else will fucking cut the shit out of you? Okay. No, straightrazors.com. Uh, straightrazors.com is the uh, it's the, fine, the, the finest shaving products in all of the land. I'm a huge fan of, of straightrazors.com. Uh, Father's Day is just around the corner. Get your father a shaving kit. Get him the finest shaving kit on the planet, the classiest shaving kit he'll ever get. Um, and it'll be a one-time buy, too, because the shit lasts forever. And uh, they've also got, like, backup razors and, and all kinds of shit. Safety razors for the for the newbies out there. Uh, but their aftershave and cologne is the, the greatest goddamn thing you will ever have in your entire life. Um, big, big fan of, of the smolder. Uh, Me, too. Ugh, love it so much. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION, you get 20% off the entire store. It's totally worth it. They, they are the greatest ever. Luke Webster and the boys are the fucking jam. Uh, next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm sick. <laughs> we, we've had a few. We've had a few. Uh, we've had a few drinks. I need a little strike for some wine here. Yeah, grape. Uh, a little, a little make America, America grape again. again. Great name. Uh, yeah. Look, strikeforceenergy.com has got the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy in all of the land, uh, and they got new flavors. They got orange. They got lemon. They got grape, uh, and they got the original. Um, it goes into every single water, beer. Kool-Aid liquors, liqueurs you could ever imagine. They got a, they got a ten. Tr- try a, try a box of ten if you're not sure on this, because I'm telling you, it's a fucking game changer. It's liquid. Uh, it's not powder. And uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Revolution. You get twenty percent off. They ship everywhere in the entire world. They have a subscription of the month club and a seven fifty milliliter bottle that just sits on your on your countertop so you can boom boom right near your drink and just go for the day. Uh, I've been I've been killing it all day to be honest with Had you. Had to. Uh, last but not least we got at night she cries while he rides a steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes, Jay Bulls. <laughs> mm. Nay. Uh, nay. Nay. <laughs> uh, look, at night she cries while he rides a steed is is written by me. It's it's the finest book ever made in the history of man. Simon and Schuster did it. One of the top publishers in the world. They believed in the in the big horse, in the big guy, and I delivered. It's the funniest book you will ever read, and that is a great Father's Day gift as well. Get him straightrazors.com, and then boom, put a book with it. Put a night she cries Dang. while he rides a seat off of Amazon. You're good to go. A little box of strike for yeah. us. You're fucking golden. Yeah. Go, go to Amazon.com. Uh, there's, it's actually on sale right now. Um, and uh, I, I think it is on sale for Father's Day, actually. No lie. Uh, that's that's got the best deal, but it's at you know Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com, all that shit, and it's in bookstores everywhere. Uh, there's no promo code. You're just supporting Ross Orenthal, James Patterson. Oh, how sweet. Uh, you know who I don't want to support? Well, I'm, not, I'm not going to anymore. Kathy Griffin. What if I talk like that the whole time? Oh God, I can't do it. I, I can't um, do. I, and you know, I can't do Kathy Griffin anymore. I'm, that was. Good, good on her. You thought she was funny for like one second. You know, I, I a friend of mine. Fuck, one of my best friends actually, who is edited all my movies, helped edit all my movies, d- edited her show for three seasons, uh, My Life on the D List. Yeah. Um, and I said, she always seemed obnoxious to me. Um, another, I, she always reminded me of Andy Dick. And ironically, yes. they're morphing. If you put their pictures side by side, oh, yeah. They've got the same face. They're the same person. Yeah, it's weird. 
if you just put a red wig on Andy Dick, it's fucking. It's, Except for it's Kathy, Kathy Griffin, Griffin is never drinking in her life. No. And so here is the thing. So I said, I was like, man, Drink. I, I can't believe you're working for Kathy Griffin. I was like, what's that like? She must be just fucking annoying all day. And he goes, no, actually. She's actually super hardworking. Super hardworking, dude. And she fucking, you know, was yelling at people and trying to make her show the best. And behind the scenes, she was, uh, they would not give her any promotion for her show. So she was doing stand-up, taking the money from her stand-up gig, 25 grand a pop, and putting up fucking billboards on Los Angeles mm-hmm. to promote her own show. And I was like, oh. When I heard that story, I was like, all right. That's a fucking hustler. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock the hustle. From stand up all these years or whatever, she has the same size house as Seinfeld. Do you know what I mean? Like right. that means you fucking hustle, dude. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and you save everything, and you're like super. Yeah, <laughs> and and she would tell the story about how you know she was uh, opening up for like Bill Maher, going on the road with Bill Maher, something mm-hmm. like that, and uh, he would you know a limo would take him there 20 minutes before the event. He'd get out, go on stage, get in a limo, go home, and he would be like, "Kathy, uh, I don't understand why you have a fucking limo, but whatever." And she was like, "She was like, dude, you're, I'm not even getting half your fucking fee." Yeah, do you know what's that fucking cost? Therefore, I'm saving cost? this to yeah. promote myself yep. for later. And I was just like, "So that this is my the reason I'm I'm telling this story. I want to give my background of Kathy Griffin, the person." Now, here's what I think happened along the way. Look, that's that show went like fucking six or seven seasons. I think she and won. I, I think she was. She either won an, a, mm, an Emmy or was nominated, many. and then Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won a Grammy as well. Mm-hmm. Stand up sold out everywhere. Yep. Gay, big, big, big among the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, sells out all of her stand up gigs. Women and gays, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but then I, I think she got in a tricky spot for herself, where she was like, I, "I need, I need to be more famous." She wasn't happy with the niche that she was in. And I think she was like, I need to be more famous. So she started doing these plastic surgeries. Um, and She's then always done that. Right. But going super public with them, like TMZ and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then she was dating these 20 year old uh, dudes, like these reality stars. One was like from, uh, God damn it. Uh, one was from like one of like a, one of those like really bad reality shows. Like, like, you know, the, the, um, one she of the dated, VH1. She dated Waz for a while. Who? Steve Wozniak. Oh, yeah. For a while, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think. And you think that was just like stunt? Yes. Yes. Really? I, I, you, dude, you don't date Steve Wozniak. Like, let's face, like, he's a brilliant man, and I respect what he's done for, yeah, for the world. But nobody is actively out there going, man. You know who I wish I was fucking boning tonight? Steve Wozniak. Um. Yeah, but you're also Kathy Griffin, like. Uh, but 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 she was all she was after was some twenty year old you know twink boys who were like, hey, maybe I'll try out a vagina like that. That's what that was her whole gig. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, everything became more and more public. She was going to like you know the Ivy with these twenty year old dudes and like all of these places to be seen, um, with with all of these people, and it just seemed like too much. Like it was all for it was almost she was, like she was acting for TMZ for a few years where it was just yeah like, but she does stunts like that I understand okay. but I'm not a fan of P- 
people who do shit like okay. that. I just don't dig it. Okay, but that's all. That's but then, her so, whole so, shit. Right. So, so it, well, no, no, no. It was. It wasn't. Yeah. It was for a few years. And then I was like, I fucking hate her. And then she went to CNN and right. did the New Year's with Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Because those I, two together. Well, I, and I also, it made me forget that Kathy Griffin was funny. And when I saw the New Year's specials with with. Uh, Anderson Cooper I was like oh Because all I remember Was your shitty comments mm -hmm. With your 20 year old boyfriend Outside the Ivy Or doing the stupid shit That you were doing And I was like I forgot You were a real comedian Who was on the road Every night And you were pretty Fucking goddamn good Um, So so then you had that stint For a while And then she was writing books And her her last book Was really fucking good Um, She was talking about Her celebrity Mm run-ins Very similar to uh, Andy Cohen Yeah She's got great the stories diaries, yeah. and really fucking dished on everybody. We're mm-hmm. just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and it was great. It was a great little niche. Book did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's done well. But then it just still wasn't enough. Like the stand up, the, the New Year's Eve, like the other shit, it wasn't enough. And it was just like, all right, how can we push it even further today? And it was then you had the fucking the, the, the head cut off the Trump, uh, the decapitated Donald Trump, you know, fiasco that she's now in, mm-hmm. in which I, I haven't seen somebody this burned down to the ground in under an hour like this in a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm talking. You can go maybe OJ, you can go, you know, like but that wasn't even oh, it was pretty quick. huh? I mean, it's just it was fast. I mean, within an hour, here's how fast it was. She was number one on Twitter. These photos were everywhere. And ironically, on the, on the back on the front page of TMZ is where they first, that they were the first ones to drop it. I know. So everything you would ask for for those years, hanging out with younger men, going to the Ivy. Now, congratulations, TMZ came back. TMZ is not your friend, ever. It is no. never, ever your friend. No matter how funny you think you are, how clever you think you are, they were never your friend and they'll come back and get you. They mm-hmm. came back and got her on this one. Mm-hmm. So from there, that that exploded. And under an hour, it was like, oh, shit. So in case you're living under a rock. In case you're living under a rock, she did a photo shoot with Tyler Shields for this. It was a, uh, She was holding up a bloodied, completely covered in blood, pretty realistic looking decapitation of Donald Trump with right. like the eyes all fucked up. It mm-hmm. looked like a, exactly what you would see when an ISIS member cut somebody's fucking head off that type of shit right and that was the that was the gag of it but tmz also had a tape of behind the scenes with her and tyler oh no. yeah and, and in there she's laughing and she's like we're probably gonna have to go to mexico after this because they're gonna fucking rain down hell on this one all right right <laughs> they're right. both laughing together one it's a it's a crime so the secret service was at her house left less than two hours after those photos surfaced mm-hmm. two she knew, obviously, that it was crime pretty quickly because she put up a I'm sorry video. Yes. I'm so sorry, you guys. I came back in. Here's how fast she put up that, that video. She didn't even have time to put on makeup. Go see her stylist. Go, go do her hair. Mm-hmm. Like Go to her Twitter where that, that apology lives or just fucking Google it. Yeah. She looks like fucking hell on a goddamn stick because she didn't have time. She didn't have time to see anybody. It was like, oh, my God, I got to let people know this is a joke. And boom. And it was like it was- all of the plastic surgeries, all of the shit. Now, and TMZ, now you don't have any time to cover makeup, do the plastic surgeries, 
Uh, you have nothing like that. And TMZ is the one that outed you. It all it all came full circle in mm-hmm. under an hour for Kathy Griffin. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, Anderson Cooper flipped. Coop Dog mm-hmm. flipped and put a tweet and just said, look. I'm I, appalled, yeah. I'm appalled. I don't condone anything she's doing. Um, you know, and you don't get any more left than than Anderson Cooper. Yeah. So, or CNN, his network that he works for, like Jesus Christ. So if he's if he's saying that, it was like I was I was just looking at my watch of like, okay, she'll be fired in three, mm-hmm. two, and when I I mean I clicked refresh on another page and was like, CNN is were fired. You like, Kathy Griffin. Were you like super offended by it? Ew. Did it like hurt your feelings and make you cry? No, us? it did not hurt my feelings and make me cry. But here, okay. here's here's what it does for me. Okay. I, I don't think it's right, me personally. I, I treat it like I treat the presidents, all of them, like the flag. I don't think I don't think you should burn the flag. Right. Uh I take offense to that. I don't and also don't think you should burn effigies of the president, cut their fucking heads off, yeah. and do shit like that. I I don't Again, I don't care who you voted for. I, I would be appalled if it was Obama, mm-hmm. Bush, fucking Trump, I, I, any of our presidents. By like a comedian that's known for that kind of like antics? Y- y- yes, because it's t- to me, there's a line. I mean, she says it in her apology like, yo, I went way past way the fucking over line. The line. And yeah. look, it, legally, she went over that line, too. Yeah. So like, it's not as if that that, you know. There isn't a comedic line that crosses the judicial line of like right. what you did. So right. you just can't do shit like that. Uh, one, two, like in what what's happening today in the whole fucking world between Republicans and Democrats and how staunchly divided it is, uh, especially with the Democrats, you know, all these fucking protests mm-hmm. and this, the Antifa and the bitching and all this shit every day. It seems like every day there's a new goddamn thing that pops up. It's even worse than the day before where you're just like, holy fucking shit, will you get over it? Like, we're in June. The election was almost nine months ago at this point. Like, No, they're not over it. No. Every, <laughs> but every single day. Yeah, every day. And it doesn't fucking stop. And it's like, then you have this. And you're like, okay. All of this shit, again, I've talked about this before, is slowly adding up. Mm-hmm. And I think in the next election... He's going to get reelected because everybody's going to be so tired yeah. of hearing and seeing the shit, the stupid shit you're doing every day that this to me was one of the final things where I, I don't think because even Chelsea Clinton came out and was just like, this is way too much. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it, there, I did read something where it was like it kind of united all of us in that like for like two it, hours for yeah. two hours we yeah. all like hated, no matter hated who this one person well yeah. no no matter who you voted for what you were like fighting for or whatever it it's like we all kind of stopped and looked at one thing like stopped whatever weird fight or whatever thing that we were doing and we're like oh man yeah yeah, yeah. that that's really bad though you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. um not that I'm saying on the I'm on the left, but I'm just saying like every single person kind of was like Meh, had to weigh in on how they felt about it. Yeah. And then I, I think, you know, and then seeing the thing about the kid, like the the 11 year old son who saw it on the on TV, on TMZ or whatever he saw it on. Right. And was just like he saw his dad with his head chopped off right. and went and ran to his mom and was crying about it and was just like, I, I don't know how you answer that or say I, I don't know what you 
what your response is to something like that. And it's like, how do you explain that to a, a kid? And again, forget that it's Trump's kids. Like, you know, Sasha, Malia, uh, Obama's kids were about the same age. when mm-hmm. I think when he got elected and he was going through office, like, imagine explaining that to any kid at that age. Like, uh, uh, that's your parent. That's mm-hmm. your father. What, what, do you, what do you say to that? You're already hearing awful shit about them probably at school. Right. But then to see an image like that, you're, you're just like, all right. Like, I've pushed it comedically. I've pushed it as far as you could go. But, like, take for a perfect example Helen Keller. Like, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people would say, Ross, you're, like, one, one of the edgiest comedians as far as, like, content goes there is. I've had Hitler in movies. Mm-hmm. I made a whole fucking movie about Helen Keller and Ann Sullivan, for Christ's sakes. Right. But it, there was a comedic spin, and not one time in that movie was Helen Keller made fun of. Um, that she went back. And got vengeance for in a fun, right, 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 champion way that was mm-hmm. championing her. Like it wasn't, oh, oh, hey, we're making fun of her. The mo-. no, she was a fucking ruthless killer at the end of the goddamn movie. Right. Um, you know what the lines are and how far you can push shit. Yeah. There's things that you can't get away with. Uh, chopping off a president's head is one. Mm-hmm. The N word is another. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, maybe the, the, the F word is what faggot is tough to say. Like, I, yeah, um, <laughs> I, like I don't think as a comedian you could really come out and say that. Like, even because I was thinking about that as well. Like Dave Chappelle, I don't think he could come on stage and say, "Man, this fucking faggot." I don't think he could say that. I think I feel like he did in the last special, I, but he was talking about. I don't I forget. But I think he was talking about having sex with them. Like, hey, you know, like, like maybe it's a fine he, line. I remember it, him it, saying it, something where I was like, who? Yeah, okay. it, it got, it got t- I think. No, he was talking about a white, wh- white kids and like having a uh, he was like, look, I'm going to make you suck the you to, okay. you suck dick and then tell your parents that you okay. suck a black guy's dick. But um, maybe. yeah, um, but uh, I think there's a there's there's not many lines you can cross. Let's be honest. There's probably three, four to- tops, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of them. Like, yeah. I, I just uh, and I don't, I don't know how she, I don't know how she recovers with this one. You know who also dumped her? Oh, Squatty Potty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huge fan. No, yeah, I, I, I read, I read that article, and, and again, man, the fucking media, dude. Um, uh, just the fake news, shitty media was like. Oliver, I I just read this headline. Oliver sponsors drop Kathy Griffin, and I, and I read. I was like, ah, oh, who's her fucking sponsor? Yeah. I didn't know she had sponsors. And then I opened it. I She's opened up this, face, this, yeah. And it just said Squatty Potty is dumped, and I was like, oh, that's her one sponsor who has dumped her. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, yeah. And is that even <laughs> a real sponsor at that point? Like, um, well, squ- Squatty Potty was she doing that as a joke, or was that real? Squatty Potty was on um Marin. It sponsors Marin. Like they're a real thing. I, look, I know, I know they're a real thing, and I, oh, I went to okay. somebody's well, house. Um, she may have been like the face of I've it. I've been to a bunch of people's done... house that have have those, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's always weird where you're like, you ever walk in, you ever walk into somebody's house who has a squatty potty, and then you go back out like at a dinner party or something, and then you go back out and you're like, oh, man, so you and your wife get up on the squatty potty and mm-hmm. like hunch your you know your legs up to take a shit like that. I can't get that image out of my mind. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but I'm like, oh, because now then I I go back and I picture like yeah, the man and so woman like, sh- taking a shit together, and I'm just like, oh, do not have anything like around that people need to like picture you, you know what I mean? Like Dumping. in the yeah, yeah, you're not gonna no. have the sex swing hanging, 
Don't have the fucking right. squatty pot. Like, don't make me picture you doing anything. Yeah, I've, uh, for, I, I've, you know what's weird? You say that. I've, I've walked into one person's house that had a sex swing. Um, just it, hanging or hang, like hanging. Uh, and it, it, you know what? It, this was, this was the only time in the history where you wouldn't be shocked by it. You would not be shocked by who this person was. Okay. It, it was Tommy Lee, the drummer from, uh, oh. Motley Crue. W- 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 he was in the new guy. Yeah. Uh, there was a, you know, a huge party at his house one night mm-hmm. and we all got invited. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to go party at Tommy Lee's house. And he was married to Pamela Anderson at the time and they had a fucking sex swing over the, the he had a, like a huge uh, piano. Piano, yeah. And it was over the piano. Everybody was knows like, it, yeah. R- really? Yeah. Uh, the sex swing over the sex swing over the piano, I think, is either in a video or ever. I don't know that. I know mu- that I, image. I don't know that much about him. Okay. Uh, and, and, and not to cool guy myself, because I'll, I'll, I'm going to take that array real fast. But like two years later, we were out at a bar and uh, seeing a band play. And I, you know, we had VIP, the VIP area, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the Troubadour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, yeah. And my uh, friend of mine out of town was with me. It was just like, man, there's Tommy Lee. And I was like, fuck. I fucking know Tommy Lee. I was, right, right. I was at his house. Yeah. I fucking saw a sex swing, you know? And then mm. it was like, dude, you got to introduce me, man. It's fucking Molly Crude. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll go over. Walked over. Dude, Stonewall didn't remember me, nothing. And I was just like, he was like, hey, man, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, no, but you know, we were in that movie together. <laughs> oh like, no yeah, i yeah. cry I over stuff like that yeah. i cry it happens I, I look i don't remember people. whatever he, he might have been fucking you know me wasted too he was he was yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. still you know it's embarrassing when you're like Dude, right. we did this thing together i was I at your know, house and like I know, I know, I know. uh even people who come up and say this to me if they say like personal shit about me then i know they actually we, we actually met i'll I'm always, fake it same here. i'll sure. be like fuck yeah 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 yeah, Bring yeah your beautiful yeah. dick in over here let me yeah. see your fucking thing let's yeah. take some pictures with your friend I, I like i'm i'm always down yeah um but yeah that was uh oh no that was one time i, I wasn't i was well, i wasn't shocked to see a sex swing but tommy lee didn't remember me after that well didn't remember me so you know, I'm not as cool as I thought I was. You know? <laughs> I was like, oh man, no, I'm not, you I'm not are. Bro, I'm not bros with Tommy Lee, right? You know? Well, I who is? I can't say that I, who exactly. Is, who really? is? Yeah. Who is bros with Tommy Lee? Mm, I don't know. Um, but I my, think a buddy of yours. Buddy of mine, fuck Pamela Anderson. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. You know him. You've, you've. He's actually a close friend from college. You've hung out with him numerous times. Mouth his name. Uh, I'll say it starts with a G. That's all I'll, I'll say. And the last name starts with a... Well, I can't say that. You can mouth his name to me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Of so, course he did. So, and, and again, I'm not, she's not asking me to mouth it because it's somebody famous. She's asking me to mouth it because it's a, it's a friend who's got like a real normal job and shit. And, and like, just like a normal yeah. guy that I've hung out at. But like for a long with. time, uh, one of my best, st- still one of my best friends to this day, uh, he's booked uh, c- celebrity events. Um, t- uh, Pamela Anderson was a client for years and years. And years. Oh, okay, okay. So like he, he had to go with her fucking all over the goddamn world and it was like we knew it was going to happen eventually but she had hep c Mm -hmm. and it was like man are you that's back when it was a thing yeah but 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 the pills came out and i was like it was right it was right around that area where it was like man did the bills come out or did they not like yeah uh, and i've never asked him point blank about it because i don't want to embarrass him right he's one of those people that gets that gets shy where you're like man 
Because he, he thinks we'll go the other way and be like, bro, you probably have hep C and you're probably going to die. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love him. Yeah. Great guy. Great yeah. guy. And he's, he's, uh, but he has a real professional job in life. Sure. And I do not want to ruin that for him. Or actually, fuck, well, maybe it'll enhance his, exactly. his reputation. His rep. His rep, bro. It's my fucking rep, <laughs> it's my bro. fucking rep, bro. Anyways. You, you ever been uh you ever been fucking stonewalled by a celebrity like that? Um no, I mean not that I knew before uh Ray Liotta was quite an asshole to me. Really? Yeah, but you know I mean funny? He, I, he was on the radio today. He, he was, was on a, yeah, he was on a he was on uh, uh <laughs> fucking Shady 45 on Sirius XM. I uh I got Sirius XM back. Uh here's the thing kids, pro tip. Pro tip for those of you at home. If you have Sirius XM, because uh, I got a new, I told the story about the Jeep life Wrangler. Um, yeah, exactly. It's a life hack. I got it for a year with the Jeep Wrangler um, when I bought the Jeep Wrangler. I told this story about the, the guy who sold me this and that whole fucking shit. Yes. Uh, they gave it to me for a year. It expires. And I, after that, we have really great radio stations here in Wilmington. And I was like, ah, I don't really miss it. Don't give a shit. And, and plus, like, you know, apps and fucking SoundCloud and all that shit. Uh, well, I found myself not wanting to flip through apps anymore. And I was just like, eh. And I got an email. They, they kept hitting me up. I said, no. I said, no. I said, no. I said, no. And then yesterday they go, we'll give you six months free for $25 total. And I was like, bing, bing goes the trolley. Yeah. Bing, bing goes the bell. Uh, so I took it. $25. <laughs> six months of serious XM. So I was like, yeah. Fuck it. Nice. So my boy, my boy, my bestie Ray Liotta. Your bestie was on Ray Liotta was on Shady Forty Five. Yeah, we fucking kick it with so. with with uh, Sway in the morning. What the Sway? Fuck? Yeah, he was really fun. He's really funny. He was on uh, Andy Cohen. He was really funny. He was drunk. He's super funny. So, but he seems oh. like a fucking dick. What what was, was the, the what one? was the story? What happened? Um, it was Sundance. He was. It was my first Sundance. Okay. Um. With my like first Sundance movie. Film Festival, yeah, yeah, that was like, you know, my first taste of anything like that. I think he was announcing at the awards show, the end of the festival awards show, whatever. And gotcha. Went up to him, and I had like a pretty like beloved movie at the festival. Do you know what I mean? Like sure, I sure, wasn't sure. just a fucking little yeah, a little dick. Like nobody knew who I was like in the real world. But at Sundance, like we kind of killed. You were the captain's pajamas. I was the captain's pajamas for like one second at Park City, right? Right. And it like ruined my whole life because I think that I'm the shit now. Right, right, right. And everyone's like, <laughs> what? Everyone's like, um, what? Like like little indie fucks in, in Sundance thought you were awesome. Who the, who the hell are you? Anyway, um, I went up to him and was just like, dude, Goodfellas is my f- favorite movie, which it is. If one of my favorite, if not my favorite, and you are amazing. This is my first Sundance with my movie Bellflower, whatever. And he was just like, oh, great. I remember mine. And just like walked away. And I was like, oh. oh. And I like try. I was like, my hand was out, like kind of saying this and like trying to like shake out to shake his hand or whatever. And he was just like, oh, Cool. I remember my first Sundance and walked away. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. My- and I was just like, hushed. Uh, right. I got a, I got a theory about it, actually. Um, now that you say this out loud, my first film that was in Sundance Film Festival, uh, Terrence Howard was there mm-hmm. and he was a fucking cocksucker to me. Um, where I was at a yeah, because par- he had already had. Uh, well, I think what happens. Flow there, huh? I think what happens is this. 
you deal with big actors like that mm-hmm. and they're like oh sweet yeah i'm just look bro my my agent told me to make this fucking indie movie like i'm a movie star yep. you're not like a huge movie star yep. that type of thing where it's just like oh and i'd said something to terrence howard of like hey man i, I forget what film it was it might fucking might have been hustle and flow um anyways I'd, i i i was like man big fan i just saw your movie and i was like dude congratulations and he goes on what and i was like man on making a great film i was like dude it's rare that you get a get to be a lead in a movie that showcases like how great you are and i was like fuck man we all hope for something like that and he goes yeah i guess mm-hmm. and i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yo dude you're still not yeah, like yeah. super fucking famous yet like let's maybe big stars like maybe breaks. here's another thing actually now that you're saying it out loud like maybe big stars are like i don't want to go to sundance because then like everyone's gonna think that they're on the same level as me and that they can talk to me. People Do you know what I mean? Shitbags. People are shitbags. Who was fucking cool there? Um, Morgan Spurlock, who had had like a bunch of movies at that point and was right. like, to us, one of the most famous, uh, in 2011, like one of the f- most famous dudes that we were like talking, actually talking to. Sure. And he was rad and he had seen our movie and was just like super nice. If anyone could have been kind of a dick because he was like been to Sundance in a million times and right. had a bunch of documentaries and was and like super rich and, big yeah. time yeah, yeah. at that point and really quickly big time. I find that when people get famous like really quickly, sure. it can either it can either make them like a super dick really quick. You know right. what I mean? So he was awesome. I don't know, but that but Ray Liotta. Wow. And I was just like, well, yeah. Well, and it I- made me kind of not talk to anybody at that caliber anymore and not think that like you know Sundance is fucking whatever it is it's just a party and like you know they have a couple of little indie films there but it's basically just a party in the fucking sure. Hollywood in the snow people barely go see the movies or they whatever, don't go see the movies nobody knows who the fuck I am from there but like it was awesome for someone that like really loves film and like hears about Sundance all the and time. I, yeah, yeah, and, and so, I love it. I mean, look, we were there. We were just there. It's, what, it's, what, it was cool, but uh, it taught me. Year? Yeah, and last uh, year. even even then, like, and they were doing the thing for Range Fifteen, uh, and uh, we went out of our way to physically go to the movie. Um, yeah, like we went. We you know we were only there a couple of days, but I was just like, you know, let's go see a let's go see a fucking movie. Yeah, um, we ended up seeing the worst movie of all time. Worst, but. We, we were at Sundance. I saw a movie in Sundance. Mm-hmm. I went to go and because I love films. Yeah. Um, and I will say this on the bright side of things. One of my best friends from high school, uh, Jeff Tharp, um, called me right after two shows ago about you. About me? Yeah, about you. And he goes, hey, man, uh, is your wife like uh, is she is she going to quit acting now that like your podcast is big or whatever? And I was like, why, why is that? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, dude, like she's like my favorite like female person on like a podcast he's a diehard podcast listener really yeah and he goes she's my favorite and like if she goes and you guys don't do the show anymore like i'm gonna be pissed like this is this is a onesie twosie show for me like i i go from yours and then back to and he's like you don't understand and i was like no no no, i get it and it was like i hope she stops and just does the podcast and i was like that's right. awesome you know uh, what it was the, fuck you ray Liotta. yeah it was the uh zima the, shit. the zima episode he called me after the zima episode the zima one because really? he called he, he was like uh hey man I uh, just, dude, I just listened to the Zima episode and he goes, uh, do you remember, you remember the first time you got fucked up on Zima? It was with me. It was in 93 and it was like <laughs> Panama City. I was like, oh it's shit. a couple of swinging dicks. And it was, it was true. It was right. He was right. He's always right. He's, he's got one of your. Have I met he, him? Not yet. 
Uh, you, you actually did. It. I'm sorry. In an airport, um, you were throwing, yes. throwing up your entire face. You guys, because I, as you all know, your motion I get sickness, super yeah, motion Jesus sickness, Christ. disgusting. I am the worst. You walked person out of the bathroom, out ever. of the bathroom like an extra in The Walking Dead, and I was like, oh "This God, is my beautiful stop. wife." Oh, uh, and I was just like, hey, buddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope that I actually like meet you for real. He lives in Charleston, and he's okay. like, "Dude, oh, I want down. I know. It lives in uh, down in Charleston, so he's like, "Come down and fucking rage." And uh, I was like, it, "Dude, we'll dude. go, we'll go." I love Thorpe, um, but but he does not want you to leave, so he wants you to stop acting. Oh, and, uh, thanks, man. I get that a lot. I get that a lot about you. People people like the Jablers, dude. Oh, Pe- my and, crew. And so the fact that Ray Liotta was a dick, dude. Your crew, man, is gonna dude, mount up on him. Dude, they're gonna fucking mount up on him. Remember, mount he's up. gonna be like, they're gonna be like, "You are not the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, God damn it. The other thing, though, I will say is there is times where, look, it's just same as me, same as everybody else. There's times where fucking celebrities have bad days. So you hate to chalk it up to that. I had a full conversation with Terrence. You're at Sundance. I I had a full conversation with Terrence Howard. So he's a fucking asshole. Right. Uh, A quick interaction with Ray Liotta, if that was your only thing. Maybe it was just With some chick that's like, oh my gosh, like clearly so excited to meet you and just like- Goodfellas is like when when you call out Goodfellas like I'm I'm Ray I'm, Le- I'm, I'm Ray Liotta I'm you know sure what I mean? he gets Goodfellas though all the time I'm sure but like what else am I gonna say I, yeah, but I'm sure to him he's probably like oh fuck man I get Goodfellas all the time if you call it somebody's obscure shit then they're like oh Ray fuck. Liotta doesn't have any fucking obscure shit ah uh, he's done a, he's he's done some indie fair if you will um. Uh, Why do I have to call out his fucking indie shit? I don't know. You know what's weird? Goodfellas is you know a what's fucking amazing film, it is. dude. It is one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, but you know what? You know what's weird about Ray Liotta? Ironically, is like he never used to do interviews back then. Now he does everything. He has to, and it's the blue. He's in everybody the machine, has to, dude. But he's in the Blue Bloods. Is it Blue? No, what's the? No, it's the, it's, it's with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I think it might have gotten canceled. Actually, um, I don't know. He was just on Ripa Kelly. It was a, it's like a police show. It's like him and Jennifer Lopez. The way that he treated Either that or you Jennifer guys, Lopez has fucking got ninety shows. Like I don't know how she does it. You guys, the way that he treated Kelly Ripa on that interview was the way that he treated me. Like he's just was so, he shitty to Kelly Ripa? He was just so annoyed. Everything he's everything she asked, he was just like, "What?" Like he first would be like, "What is wrong with you?" And then he would answer. Just like such a dick to her, and because she's very like I was, which I'll is have like to peep it very next time. I saw energetic. Andy Cohen and and he was he was funny, but he was drunk as shit. Yeah, well, if if you can't, if Andy Cohen can't get somebody to be fun on his show, like then you're just uh, ridiculous. Like I, you I've, show up an I've hour it, early. Yeah. You know who's never fun? You drink. Yeah, you know who's never fun is those housewives girls. Uh, yeah, because they're in the machine, so they're they, like they take at it so work. Seriously, well, they're at like, work. Jesus, they're talking to their boss essentially. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's just so they drink a little bit and they like don't reveal too much about the show and like don't they can't talk about their so they're in the Bravo machine. I, I will, Everyone I will, else isn't. I will say this: out of all of the talk shows, if you're looking to get an actual glimpse into celebrities' lives, your best bet is Andy Cohen. And they always open yeah. up to Andy Cohen. Um, I, the format of his show lends itself to that. And it still doesn't feel like a real talk show where you're just like, dude, are we really on the air? Because there's still like call-ins, like people calling in. You're mm-hmm. just like, 
Are we on like a public access show or what's I know which he story? kind of wants. He's he like hires all these like green producers and like there's all these mess ups, but they have just like an awesome time. Yeah. And he turned, and look, he turned down that gig, uh, the Kelly Ripa gig. Um, and they got fucking boring ass Seacrest. You know, Ugh. it's funny, man. Tired ass. He's just tired every time. T- he's he's on. exhausted every time he is <sighs> exhausted. A- and he's so like. Ripa, I'll be on with you, girl. None of that, but like, dude, it, it, it's like they're keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like just keeping him alive for the hour. Where, and people were pissed at that decision. They wanted uh, a lot of people. I, I saw the consensus was Jerry O'Connell. He is great. Everybody it at like life really wanted him. Just like at life. Uh, that, hey, there's a fun celebrity encounter for you. Another one. I've done a movie with him uh, and his brother, and they were fucking awesome people. Fucking awesome. Uh, Jerry O'Connell is... His brother is awesome? Uh, yes, Charlie's great. Mm. Uh, they're the nicest people ever. Um, Charlie at night gets a little wet. He used to, not anymore. I think he's sober now, but... Uh, okay. Uh, Jerry fucking... One of them was a bachelor, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, yeah, Charlie, Charlie was. was. Um, no, he was the worst, I think. Jer- Jerry I've hung out with numerous times, and he's the fucking greatest... Uh, the nicest guy, and like we the were. The host said that he was the worst. Uh, Chris. R- uh, oh, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They said well, out pro- of all the bachelors, I can tell he you, he was the worst. I can tell you his why. least favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he was he going was through it for at that sure, point. for sure. Um, drinking a lot, but yep. uh, Jerry, on the other hand, was great. Um, fuck uh, man, I was at a Dodgers game with him, killing it at life. Everybody still calls him Kush from Jerry Maguire, and he's still every. Every single time, he's just always just like, yeah, man, love that movie. Thanks, man. I mean, just the greatest guy to people, whatever. And I go, I turned to him and I was like. At least they're not calling me like fat kid from standby. Yeah. I was like, man, do you get sick of everybody just knowing that that one thing and you've done 90 things? And he was just like, well. It, that's exactly what he said. Oh, really? At least it's not a fact you stand by me, yeah. Because that's what he was getting before oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and Everywhere, did probably. I, did I tell you his NYU story? This is a good one, if I haven't. Okay. Uh, he went to NYU as well. and uh, With you or no? No. He's, old, he's, he's a few years older than me. But uh, he went to NYU as well. He went to college after he was a child actor, mm-hmm. uh, wanted to study film. So he goes to NYU, and on Fridays, they used to show us movies, um, like a history of film type of thing, right? Okay. So like older movies? Uh, just movies across the, the board. Yeah, yeah, but so, not but like But it depended on the like... professor. Okay. So they showed Stand By Me was one of them, and he was in there, and they oh didn't know because he's super thin and good looking and all yeah. this shit now. Like, he looks nothing like that. Yeah. And That's the professor, I guess, was, he was telling the story. He was like, the professor was explaining to the class how uh, they were like, oh, yeah, and it was raining. You know, the raining right here is, is the director foreshadowing, like, what's about to happen with the fucking body? And Jerry's like, shit. what? And he goes, uh, no, it's not. And I was like, what, what do you mean, no, it's not? And it was like, well, actually, it was just raining for like three days straight. And finally, we just had to shoot something. So we just had to shoot it like that. And he was like, what do you mean you had to shoot it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Was like, I, I was, I was, there. I'm the fucking, mm-hmm. and I guess the whole class was like, what? No, you? I ran Holy all the shit. way home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he even explaining the story. He's still like the nicest, most polite human being there is on the planet, oh. and uh, I really wanted him to get that fucking gig because he deserves it. And shit, uh, now he's gonna do another, you know, shitty sitcom that is just 
Damn it. I know. He was good for that. He was good for that. I mean, her fucking husband is good. Anderson Cooper is Mark Consuelos. Great guy as well. They're awesome, but it's then kind of like you get into this. Anderson's too snoozy for me on that show. Too snoozy and also too snobby. Like, you're... His his life has been so fucking privileged. Charmed. Yeah, I didn't that, know. Like, I didn't know the, the Vanderbilt. I didn't know his. Part oh, of the he Vanderbilt tried real hard to shit. keep that under wraps, but it's just hard to relate to him. And once you know that about him, all of his comments and kind of his yeah, snobby like attitude, it makes sense. Yeah. And he turned out great. Like so, the 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 considering. infamous Vanderbilt family. Uh, Anderson Cooper is famous, infamous. Yeah, uh, both. I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I really don't know what you want to say. Every time you squeak like that, it sounds like, you know, toots. And it sounds like there's a little beano in the, in the phone. <laughs> oh, I forgot my beano. Give me a second. Let me take my beano. Yeah, we're sitting in these huge leather chairs. Uh, I mean, but leave me alone. The, the, Vander, the, the Vanderbilt family. The Vanderbilt family. Uh, would you say famous or infamous? Like they. I would say famous. I mean, at least her, his mom, Gloria. Let's just say Gloria Vanderbilt, right? Right. Like she's famous. She did like the jeans, but I think if you go back farther than that, it gets into some tricky stuff. I mean, they're a name. They're a name that has like been around for a very long time. Um, she's had two children die. What, what was their wealth built on? I guess um, it's old, old family money. Yeah, but it was a it was a business. Uh, that's right, railroads. They, they were, and then they were in, they were in his railroads. mom like invented jeans essentially yeah, yeah. for women yeah the designer jean i th- this is where i'm going with this that the railroad shit uh and only because i'm working on this now um i'm working on the sequel to a night she cries while he rides his steed and uh the railroad business was fucking filthy like it's well, you know it was essentially an uh, any business f- with that much fucking money. It was essentially yeah. another form of legalized slavery, and and like okay, that that was the Vanderbilt family. So okay, uh, so yeah, infamous. He is famous. The Van- whatever the Cornelius Vanderbilt is the tenth wealthiest figure of the modern period. Uh, he was worth uh, a net worth of between one hundred and five and two hundred and five billion dollars. Um, fuck. Fuck. His, his famous quote of his life is this. You have undertaken to cheat me. I won't sue you for the law is too slow. I'll ruin you. Ooh, That's a big one. I like it. That's a big one. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same with uh, the, the, I heard a powerful quote from uh, General Mattis the other night, our, our secretary of defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked some, some dipshit reporter was like, who keeps you up at night? And he goes. I'm the one that keeps people up at night. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes. Uh, I miss shit like that. Um, right. But right. This, uh, uh, th- th- there is a railroad storyline that takes place in the sequel to it. Night she oh, okay. Okay. Um, um, would there like some kind of kidnapping that took place? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a whole... It it was it's like a, a it was it's like a, a name. It yeah. was like a full family yeah, yeah. like drama, yeah, 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 suicides, yeah. murders, all, yes, all that yes, other shit. Yes, where you're yes. just like, oh Jesus Christ! And then Gloria Vanderbilt herself because you're think, looking lost two kids. Yeah, and you're because you're looking back to fucking 1700s where you're just like, oh, they were one of the first fucking families in America where it was just like they were right. powerful for like 200 years. So full shit still to this day. Goddamn, yeah. I mean, Coop Dog is gonna you know he doesn't have any kids to leave that money to, but. 
No. He'll, he'll be taking it somewhere. He'll be taking it somewhere. Um, Putting it somewhere. I don't know. But where do you think I'm, he's going to put it? I don't know. Does he yeah, do charity right stuff? Butt. Not right really. But. Um, uh, right up his butt. No, yeah, yeah. Coop, yeah. Coop's yeah, gone too yeah. left for me. I, I used to He's like. Gone too left. I used to like Coop back in the day when he was, you know, reporting hurricanes, getting blown around. Yeah, like, like I'm in the eye of the storm. Yeah, like, like going overseas, and he's like, oh, I'm in the fucking Iraq yeah. wars and shit. Like this is crazy. And I was like, Yeah, oh, shit. I respect Coop, dog. Um, remember Brian Williams? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> How can I forget? Because he was at every single one of those he events. Was, uh, he was right there. Um, he uh, Brian uh, Williams would have been a great pick for Kelly Ripa. I think if Brian Williams, I, I have a, okay, I have a weird one for where I think Brian Williams should be slotted in, and I'm great with fucking putting people in shit and knowing where they fit. I have a great one actually. I think Brian Williams should take over the Daily Show. Oh, from man, Trevor Noah. That would be great. I think Brian Williams has a he has a really sly delivery. Oh, he's always been super dry and he's very very funny. funny. And yeah. I think if he just switched all the way and I'd said this back when they were looking for a replacement for the Daily Show, I was like, you know, it would be an odd choice, but if Comedy Central and he decided to do it, it would oh, be money kill. Where if he just slided in and was just like embrace the if he embraced the comedy mm-hmm. of what he went through in, in this life. Uh, and was just like, well, everybody, guess what? I'm fucking here. Here's the, you want the news? Here's the real news. Right. That w- opening one-liner is a joke in itself. You beat the punchlines forever, and you can recreate your own brand, and everybody would forget because he would crush. Yep. He would crush reading that at, at a reading uh, with those writers at a just a, a quick. He's already done a 22-minute tw- show his whole entire life, like yeah. news show. Why not just switch? You're making up your own news anyways. Like it'd be fucking hilarious. And Trevor Noah fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. So I I don't people uh, really like him. They really like. But Here, as well, much here's as... the thing. I think Trevor Noah is is very bright. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think he's funny in his own right, just not there. That's not just the that wrong format. fit. Yeah. And when I say he fucking sucks, I mean he fucking sucks for the fit of that show. It should be an American. Uh. Who's or you doing know... it? It can't. I, I don't think you can have the Daily Show is such an American show, beloved show to me. Right. That I, I don't think you can have a foreigner do it. Um, and it has nothing to do with race or anything else. No, like, no, no. It's, it's, it's got to be very... someone here. And I know for a fact they offered Chris Rock. They backed up the truck for him. Right. And he got the first offer. And he turned he it down. No. He said no. Because uh, he just, he didn't want to, he was like, I don't want to work that hard. I don't want to work a, a job like that. And I get it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's brutal hours, which is why, uh, you know, homeboy left because he wanted to see his kids. He said he didn't get to see his kids enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he left. The, he literally picked the wrong time. I ever. know. My God. And just one more. I know. he will be remembered for that forever and everybody will I hate know, him. I know. Just but I thought, I thought, like, for example, I thought Chris Rock would have been awesome. Like, that would have oh been great. Oh, my God. But he said no. And so they, they went down this weird list. Uh, who they really wanted after that was John Oliver. John Oliver had literally left six months before, and they HBO gave him his show, his mm-hmm. own show. So his contract and it's was like once a week. His contract was up, like, and John yeah. Stewart didn't say he was going to leave. Like he didn't give him enough right, notice. Right. So like John's John Oliver went to fucking HBO, crushed on his show on Friday nights. Comedy Central was like, no, yeah. you fucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Colbert leaves. So now you're down to these two fucking dicks. It was uh, Larry Wilmore and uh, Trevor Noah. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, God. I, look, Larry Wilmore is at least American, but he's just not fucking funny. Right. Um, 
just kind of an out of he's touch like my, old man. Yeah, he's like my dorky, not my dad. My dad's not Reminds dorky. Me of fucking but if I did have a dorky yeah. dad, it'd be like that. Um, you know who'd be really funny? Uh, that that fluffy guy. Mm. Do you know? <laughs> fluffy Iglesias. Anytime anyone says to me, like, you know who's really funny? <laughs> is what's his name? Fluffy. Yeah. It, his Enrique real name Iglesias though. Yeah, Enrique. Or, I, 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 no, it's not Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, I'm making I'm making fun of his <laughs> I'm making fun of his name. I, I just know him as yeah, Fluffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluffy. Anytime I I, I I just go, I Oh, care. we can't be friends anymore. I can't. I, can't, I yeah. Um or not, not or, funny at all. or Ralphie May. The, the other one I, I I don't understand is like why not just get Norm McDonald? Just put him back. Put on Norm McDonald. He wasn't on the Daily Show. He wasn't. He was. Uh, he did Saturday Night Live, the Weekend Update. Yeah. So which, what do you mean put it, him back just in that role? Weekend Update is the day. I mean, yeah, they just yeah, jack yeah, that, yeah. and yeah. that's that's what it is. True. Just put him on the Daily Show and let him crush. Nor, as you imagine, Norm McDonald oh every night. God, like, I love him so much. It'd be great. It'd be he fucking great. The best. What's the he fucking has harm a fucking in that? Sweet show. Yeah, he's got a sweet show. Uh, and the other one that'll stun you is I heard Dan Rather. Um, just joined up with Andy Cohen's mm-hmm. radio. Yep. Thing. So is he doing a ra- is he doing radio? Something on. So uh, Andy has a serious radio. He does. He's got station. a channel. Yeah. 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 And Andy so Cohen. Dan Rather has a show on there. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I just. You know what? I just got back serious today. I'm gonna have to check it out. I Dan Rather. I don't know why. What made him come back all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was Trump, obviously. But um, sure. Now he's going. But I've seen him on every talk show imaginable. Anytime there's a microphone, Dan Rather is just like this, and it's always it's always Trump. This is the end of civilization. And it's just like a, so recognizable. You're like Dan Rather. Thank you. Yeah. Thank but, you for like being being my, the voice right I, now. Yes, but Dan Rather got fired in a fucking scandal, and it's like fuck. It's you, just his voice, Dan. I, yeah, no. Doesn't it like totally take it you back? He's got one of the greatest Not voices him, there is. But yeah, he back when like reporters and journalists he, had to yes. have that like, and it, voice. it was back when it was real reporting where you actually had to check facts, True. make phone calls. True. It wasn't internet um, because now you can just throw anything up there and say I'm a fucking source. Uh, but you're right, right. him uh, and that other Broca. guy, that other guy from CBS just got fired today. That uh, that fucking Dan Keeley or Nelly or whatever the fuck his name is, the CBS News guy. He does the CBS really? News at six thirty. Yeah, um, it's uh, it, it's, um, it's it's really uh, Dan, it was did a I shock. Say da- oh, Dan rather um, Brokaw. Uh, isn't, Brokaw Bro- isn't Brokaw the like just the voice of a whole like generation? Is that who I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah, bro- look, bro- Brokaw was great. Dan Rather was great. Um, was Brokaw on your channel back in your day, TBS or whatever? Yeah, he's yeah. from your yeah. It's uh, your hometown. Scott Pelly is the guy's name that's uh, that that just got fired from CBS. Okay. Um, and he also does sixty minutes, and they're just gonna, oh yeah, they're just gonna shift him over to sixty minutes now. Um, so he's only gonna be sixty minutes. Only gonna which be 60 one is minutes. he on sixty minutes? Yeah, exactly. One of the fucking ninety old white men on sixty minutes. Okay, so old white men. Does he have brown hair or white? Um, he's he's white. He's a gray. He's a gray man. Um, this is him oh, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jesse and Ross. Look at the internet. Yeah. Listen to Jesse and Ross looking at the internet. And he's at- great. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he got fired. I guess he was a fucking dick off off of page six. In, you know what? In the New York Post was like, he was he's been a fucking dick for yeah, years. Yeah, he looked a little bit like a poon hound to me, <laughs> didn't he? Though 
he was like silver fox. You can spot a poon hound everywhere. It's a, it's a whatever. It's a superpower I have. I yeah. I can't think of words right now. I'm a little bit sick. I bloop blooped. Yeah, you, you guys. Did. You drinking when you're sick? Um, no. What do you mean? I drink when I'm you're sick. Drinking wine right now. I'm drinking wine right now. I'll have like a hot toddy sometimes. Um, but it makes you forget for a little bit that you're sick. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Doesn't make it any better, but it just kind of, yeah. you know, gets you out of the the treachery for a second. I don't know. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh. Well, you know Do what? You? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you slide off into the deep end. Um, we're gonna get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, we're gonna go with Walter Leland Cronkite Jr. Um, Cronkite Cronkers uh, He was the anchorman for CBS Evening News for 19 years oh. Yeah and, and to me uh, He was like the first Newsman where, you, where Everybody I remembered I, I don't Jesse I, one never knows In your world you know what I'm saying Now you're coming for me now you're being mean At the uh, very no, end but there's never any, At the very end There's, there's never any uh what uh, fact checking or, or truths to you? Your computer magically never works when you're it's on the show. It's not working right now. No, I know it's not. Uh, but Walter Cronkite Technology to me. Technology has failed me today. Can you please stop? <laughs> Walter Cronkite to me was was like the first trusted newsman. Where like my parents were like, oh man, Walter Cronkite was uh, that was the guy. That was the fucking end all be all guy in the news. And uh, I think it. I think he still holds up to this day. He didn't have any scandals. He didn't have anything against him. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, this was just like the newsman who was amazing and then fucking bounced. Like, he wasn't a poon hound. Um, you know? <laughs> yes, he was. He was cool to the bitter end. Anchorman was, Anchorman was based on the fact that, like, most of these guys were poon hounds behind oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, scenes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, they have they these all, ladies you, well, I recognizing to, them. I got to see it firsthand with my with my dad doing. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. So, like, dude, you go around. He was a my my, my uh, biological father was a uh, newsman. Um, he also had a talk show, and he it was a radio disc jockey. So, uh, I think I want to say he did probably about 10, 10 and twelve years as a anchorman on local stations, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in your city that you're doing it on. You were a local celebrity where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, people know you. So when you went to the Benihana's, like <laughs> people would come up and they would be like, oh, my God, are you fucking TK? Oh, are you fucking TK are you Patterson? TK? Oh, my God. Oh, are, you t- are you TK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like he was always dating way above his because my parents got divorced when I was like I think two, two or three, somewhere in there. Um, he was always dating way above like. Like he was dating like these hot ass surgeons and things like that. We were just like, dude, you make like 40. She makes like 180. Like mm-hmm. what's going on here? And it was just like, you know, hey. local celebrity, no big deal. Like yeah. I'm going to live forever. That type of vibe. And that's mm-hmm. totally true, by the way. Yeah. So him and his buddies who were on the fucking shows were just like, man, ratcheting up the poon hounds. And I will say this. What? Those women who were on those shows, those local shows, mm-hmm. are so numb to the bullshit that they, it, they're just blind to it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did, I did that interview with fucking Roddy Roddy Piper. That's on my, it's on my Facebook page. If you go to my Facebook fan page for Ross Patterson, look up this interview I did with Roddy Roddy Piper on there. Before It was the last interview he did before he passed away. He was hitting 
on this female news anchor on the show. And she was just literally not having it and just shut him down the entire time of like, hey, man, we're been here before with every single fucking person that breezes through here. And it's like the women knew. Like, yeah, it was a lot like Anchorman where it was just the, the women know they're like, OK, great. You're going to tell me about your dick. And like, I, yeah. like, I know you're married and all this mm-hmm. other shit. And it's just like, great. Have a great night. And blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Like, Fuck. She was not having it. Not having the women were never having it. Never. I love it. Like they never played along in that world. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a fun fucking interview. In the meantime, dude, I'm gonna try to fucking dig up the, that tape of of me and the uh, and the, the aliens. The yeah, alien. please do if I can. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> if I can play that for you, fuck you. Oh well, Jabes. I believe after that. I think you will. Oh my gosh. I well, let's will. dig what makes up. You not believe. Let's by the way? dig up those. Cause it's fucking crazy. It's craziness. It's crazy talk. So you don't think there's any way, shape, or form that there's aliens from another planet Mm-mm. out there? Of all the Mm-mm. planets Maybe out there. Maybe only because the universe is bigger than you can even. Yes, it's, it's infinite. Infinite. So yeah. I'm not going to say that they aren't out there, but um, they, ha- they have not come to this planet. You're crazy. In the middle of the universe. No. No. I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, think that's the actual crazy thought. I believe it. Okay, I believe they're out there, and I think that like, <laughs> I believe they're the us. few people that yeah. you like that tell you the weird stories about it. To me, does not make it true. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I talked to the guy who was there in Roswell in 1940. Oh, okay, okay. So so we'll save it for another show. Sure, we'll save it for another show. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, Why don't you and Clayton talk about it? Well, he wasn't there. So anyways. But does he believe with you? I mean, do you have any other crackpot friends that believe with you? Know, you know, I never, I never actually asked him. You should, like, because you might find yourself a little lonely. A little lonely in this. No. I, 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 think, I think after this episode airs, I think You're a lot of people get... are going to be like, yo, I fucking totally believe in fuck aliens. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's yeah. going to be a lot of fuck Jessies on this one. Okay, well, my crew, though, knows. We're rational thinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you and your hardcore um, crew. We're super into the 90s. And, like, alien. that was a huge oh, time. Boy. That was a huge time boy, to, like, oh, boy, not boy. be into aliens and to think that everyone that believed in them was crackpot, redneck, sure. white trash. Sure, sure, sure. By the way, uh, before we sign off the air tonight, uh, two things. We get a lot of weird shit into the P.O. box, and we love it. We love it so fucking much. I'm still eating that salsa, by the way. Julio's. Oh, Julio's. Um, um, the Majesty. I'm gonna have to go. It's in um, El Paso. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Have boy, to... it is delightful. And the chips, the chips. I'm gonna have to go to Those this fucking place. Chips. The Julio's yeah, chips. Julio's the jam. Um. So yeah, send in whatever weird shit you got to the podcast. There's a, a gift that somebody's sending in for you today. Uh, that that's pretty cool. Uh, somebody hit me up. Was like, "Hey, you think your wife would like this?" I was like, "Yeah." They make these because a bunch of people make homemade shit and whatever, and it's, okay. it's rad. We've got an awesome barbecue sauce. Um, oh hell's yeah, yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah, I use yeah, that yeah. goddamn every weekend. Um, we've got an amazing, I've cool, got just Ohio cool State shit from around the world. Yeah, that are the shit. We've gotten just cool shit from around the world. Love you guys. We got the we got the fucking Zima and shit like that. You clothe me and you feed me. Yeah. And I love you. And, and we're not saying it to get like, no, no, like no, free no. shit. I just like the fact that there's weird shit out in the world that is people's favorites. And they're sending yeah. it in. They're like, hey, man, I think you'd really dig this. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not like you're going to roll through town. And if you don't know a local, you're not going to be like, hey, 
dude, you got to pick up Julio's. It was like, oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can send that into uh, P.O. Box 3793, Wilmington, North Carolina, 28406. Also, we got some sweet ass tri-blend t-shirts on rosspattersonrevolution.com they are the dope jam uh they're not shitty shirts like they they feel great uh and last but not least i got a i got a pro tip from uh miller coors hit me up about zima uh they said it'll be on shelves june 12th and it'll be in your belly June thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> so expect so. it. Expect it. Uh, I gotta shoot that movie next month, but I can guarantee you the first the day that it comes out, I'm gonna stock up the garage fridge, mm-hmm. fucking top to bottom, dick to you know, dick to to neck with uh, <laughs> with Zima, and I'm gonna have soup to nuts. Is a raging Fourth of July party. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, with Zima and Jolly Ranchers and fucking, I'm down, dude. I might, look, I might even, I might even write a, a new rap song. I might be inspired to write a new oh, rap song. Boy. So, so we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but thanks for tuning in, uh, Jables. You're a champ. You're under the weather tonight. I'm proud of you. I know. I'll get better. I'll be better soon. Proud of you. Uh, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Thank you for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.